You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. Hi, my name is Cassie Chambers. I'm the Operations Director at the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. Today, I really want to focus on how to help teens manage their mental health during COVID-19 and lockdown and beyond, to share some signs to look out for and tips to help them cope during this difficult time. When children and teenagers watch news on TV about the virus and the outbreak and the global pandemic, they're reading it in news, they're hearing people talk about it all the time, they too can feel scared, confused and anxious, just as adults do. It's even true if they live in a place where there's very little risk or they're not in a community that is a high risk, they could still feel anxious and stressed, but slightly differently than adults. And some of their signs and symptoms or the way that they react could be different to how adults might react. We as adults can feel what we're feeling. We can talk about it. We can express it. We can acknowledge it. Often for teenagers, it can be more difficult to express all their emotions and often they don't know what to name or label those emotions. So really I want to give some tips and tools for parents and caregivers of some of the common reactions and how to respond in a helpful way so that you know when to seek support and to help them manage. So many of the reactions I'm going to discuss are are incredibly normal for any child or teenager when they're handling stress. And again, a big marker that if any of these signs or behaviors last more than two to four weeks, um, or they might even appear much later, they may need help in coping with how they're feeling. So when you're looking at adolescents or teenagers, normally children within this age group, when they're feeling more stressed or anxious, they might even need more attention than usual from their parents or caregivers so they might be doing things to demand your attention or want to spend more time with you they may stop doing schoolwork or chores or the usual routine things that they're supposed to do and and i know that this is normal behavior for any teenager but this would be even more than usual some teenagers may even feel helpless and guilty um, because they're fine or they're in lockdown and they're worried about other people and they can have a whole roller coaster of emotions again just as adults do during this time we know that teenagers normally go through a lot of physical and emotional changes and because it's that developmental stage that they're going through It may even be harder for them to cope with their anxiety after listening, reading, hearing all the news about COVID-19. And especially as the cases increase or the death rate increases, this can all be very overwhelming for any person and even more so for a teenager. They may even, you know, put on that bravado and deny their reactions, both to themselves and to their caregivers. They may even just respond with saying things like, oh, no, I'm okay, I'm fine. They might even become really silent, even though they're feeling very upset inside. And again, as parents, you know what's a normal reaction, what's normal behavior for your teenager. So if it is out the norm, it is a red flag and you should definitely talk about it. Some teenagers may even complain about having more physical aches or pains, um, more so than usual. And this could often be related to anxiety. So more um, stomach or digestive problems, stomach cramps, 
Um, they may even have more upset stomachs, you know, more than usual. They might even respond with more headaches, um, trouble sleeping. And these could be some of the physical ways that they talk about how they're not coping or sharing. It gives you some kind of insight into what's going on. They might not even be able to identify or express or label what is bothering them emotionally. So I think if you're looking, if anyone of your teenagers are now starting to have a drastic change in their personality, they may be more agitated than usual, even make more arguments. And again, I know this all sounds so similar to any teenage type of behavior, but you can also see kind of before lockdown, before COVID-19, what was their normal teenager behavior? And now perhaps what does it look like now? So one of the things of how parents or caregivers could support children during this time and the right support from adults around them can really help them to manage their stress and it helps to keep them emotionally and physically healthy, especially during this time. And some of the most important ways to help a child or a teenager is to help them feel more connected, cared about and loved. So pay attention and be a good listener. Allow them to express whatever they're feeling, start a conversation, um, encourage them to express themselves in different ways. If it's writing, drawing, playing, singing, moving about, whatever gets them to express and open up, find that and encourage them to do more of that. If they're feeling more anxious and they're feeling a bit more stressed, talk about it, start those conversations. Let them know that it's okay to feel sad or upset or stressed or worried. Crying, uh, and this is, could often happen in more younger children or more vulnerable children, crying is a very healthy emotion and actually relieves stress and grief. So if they do want to have a good cry, let them and let them know that you're going to be there and you're going to help them through it. Allow them to ask questions. And especially as teenagers, I mean, us as adults have so many questions we want to ask. So ask your teens what they know about the pandemic. What do they know about the virus? Ask them questions. What are they, their friends saying? What have they read on, you know, in the newspaper, on social media? What have they watched on TV? The more you ask questions and the more conversations you have, the more you can understand what is causing them anxiety. Try to watch any of the news coverage or the updates with your child so that if they ask questions or something comes up, you can at least have a conversation around it. It is also important that as parents, you can limit and filter how much information your teenagers have around the virus. So limit access so they're not always getting reminders. The news isn't always on in the background. They're not constantly getting updates. And I think that's really important to balance how much information they're getting. So it also an important thing, and it's often hard as adults, is that currently in our conversation and our WhatsApp groups and everything around us is all related to COVID-19. And that can often take over our discussions during this time, whether it's over dinner, whether it's over the phone. It's so important to find balance and make sure that we're modeling that behavior for our children. So don't let it dominate all the conversations. Make sure you ask different things. Um, there's amazing quizzes and things you can ask online to really get to know your teenager and ask really out of the box creative ideas. And this is just something fun that you can do. It relieves the stress. And if anything, you get to know your teenager a bit better. And perhaps during this, they get to know themselves a bit better too. So as parents, I think encouraging positive activities, limiting screen time is really important. It's very easy um, 
to get lost in your social media feed, to watch endless TV and be on your screens. But it is important during this time we know that there's a lot of evidence and research that suggests that too much screen time can actually increase anxiety and increase depression. So during this time, definitely encourage them if they can. And if you've got the luxury of having an outdoor space, uh, even opening the windows, standing at the front door, standing outside to get some fresh air or going outside into the yard is really important to get them out of that stuck environment too. You can even encourage your teens if they are going to spend time on an app or on screen time, get them an app that looks at mindfulness, physical activity, calming, even tips and, and meditation to help with sleep. Let them have an app that's actually good for their mental health during this time. And there's so many that they can choose from. Even with the physical activity, it's just something fun. It's something to get their bodies moving. And as much as teenagers who, who lack any kind of motivation um, during this time, do it with them. If anything, it's going to make them laugh. But at least it's, it's something fun and physical for them to do. Encourage positive activities. And this is, again, whenever we're talking um, about COVID-19, is to be very mindful of how we're talking about it and what negative talk we're talking um, around this illness. Is if you're complaining all the time as adults and moaning and talking about all the negatives and what we don't have and the restrictions and the guidelines, our teenagers and our children hear that and they model and they frame their thinking about what we're saying as adults. So making sure that we're also then focusing on the amazing healthcare workers or the positives that are coming out of lockdown. I think that's really important to help reframe how our children actually see lockdown and this illness, especially when it can be very scary and very um, stressful. Modeling self-care is incredibly important. Again, we can't expect our teenagers or our children to have all the answers. So set routines as much as possible. Finding a new normal at home. Eating healthy meals together helps you to feel connected. It's also good for your body. Getting enough sleep and exercise or physical activity. Even if you don't have a big yard and you're not able to go outside for walks and gyms and swimming, there are a lot of things that you can do in the comfort of your own home that can really increase physical activity. Teach your children now how to be mindful and calming techniques. Helping them to take deep breaths or controlled breathing techniques can really just help teach them how to manage their stress. A really easy thing that we often at SADAG teach callers or parents and especially children um, and it's a really great tool for teachers is to scale your anxiety or your stress in a particular moment. And this is really helpful to do throughout the day so you can see when you're feeling most anxious. Scale it from one to 10. 10 being very stressed, very anxious, having a panic attack, can't breathe, completely freaking out. To one being very calm, very steady, and everything is okay. If you ask your child where between 1 and 10 are they, it can really give you an idea as to how they're feeling and what you can do to help alleviate that anxiety a bit. And I think that's really a helpful tool.
some helpful tips for parents or caregivers on talking about COVID-19 or lockdown with your child and especially how to manage their mental health and their anxiety during this time. And some really helpful tips for parents on how to start that conversation because often it can be really difficult. It's scary for us as adults and we don't always know what to say. But I think having an open conversation just helps you to feel a bit closer and even connected to your child. Plus it also gives you an idea as to what they're thinking and what they've been experiencing supposed to. So ask your child, uh, your teenager, what is worrying them, um, as well as talk about some ways of, of how it can help to cope together. You know, teenagers always uh, boast having all the answers. This would be a great conversation with them and to really brainstorm and problem solve what things can we do to help ourselves, what things can we do during this time. And often it's helpful to even write down a list and have it quite visible, even though it sounds really cheesy and you're thinking no one's going to follow it. But having a list that's up, whether you're doing it together as a family or your teenagers constantly reminded of ways to cope. Trust me, they do go to that list. They do use it, even if they're not telling you all the time. It's really important that we offer reassurance. Um, the way that we're talking to our teenagers about this, being gentle, being present with them, saying things like, it's okay, it, it is scary, it's scary for everyone, but also reassure them that whatever happens, we're gonna do this together, we're gonna figure it out. We have you know, access to care, we have great doctors, we're taking in all the precautions. I think it's, it's balancing out all the negative and focusing on some of the positive. And it's important to share those stories to help, again, reframe all the negative that, that our children are putting around it. Encourage your, your teenager to also have some quiet time. And I think, again, with any teenager, um, we probably don't have to push them too much to having some alone time. They're probably having too much alone time. But encouraging them to have quiet time. No screens, no TV, just being present, being still, practicing some breathing. They can do something creative to help them express what they're feeling and what they're going through. Again, a helpful tip is to ensure that they're getting some kind of physical activity. Um, whether they're doing stretches, whether they're doing an app, or they're following a video to do something, or you're even playing a small sport outside if you've got space. Again, any physical activity helps to release frustration, anxiety, and stress. So it is very important to get moving, get active, um, and, and to do, even to try to encourage and do it with your child. Address your own anxiety as a parent um, and make sure that you're finding healthy ways of coping with it. If you're turning to alcohol, if you're very agitated, your children and your teenagers are watching you and modeling their reactions and the way they cope on what you're doing. So making sure that you're modeling that behavior to help them also find ways to manage their stress better. Spend time doing something special together. And especially when you're stuck all day, find some time where you're, you're just spending one-on-one -on -one time together, whether it's building puzzles or doing a board game or something that you can find a way of connecting that normally you wouldn't have the luxury of doing. This also helps you to check in on them, have a conversation and kind of just make sure that they're okay. One of the things that as a parent, what to do if you're feeling or when you should be concerned about your teenager. I think if you're seeing any of these symptoms lasting longer than two to four weeks beyond lockdown, and it, it starts to affect their, their daily functioning, um, 
and it starts to filter or, or overflow into areas like schoolwork, uh, relationships, um, and their overall well-being. If they're anxious and feeling anxious all day, every day, and they're talking to you about feeling stressed, uh, panic attacks, um, constant knot in their stomach, constant worrying about everything, there's also a drastic change in their eating or sleeping habits or even a drastic change in their personality, which before this pandemic, before lockdown, wasn't there. If they have a low or down mood consistently, if they have trouble sleeping or even nightmares, and even if they seem more agitated and more snappy than usual, it is a concern. And that's when you should have a very open discussion to say, I'm very worried about you. I'm concerned that you're not coping how is it going? And if need be, it's really important to get your teenager to speak to someone, even if they don't feel comfortable speaking to you as their parent. Encourage them to speak to a loved one or even a mental health professional to really help them to manage their feelings and manage what they're going through and get the support and help that they need. If you're needing some resources and where to go, you can even speak to a counsellor at the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. The most important thing is that your teenager talks to someone and gets the help. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.